0: Um, Yang has qual- has qualified for the next round of presidential primary debates to be held in Houston. How does that work? I don't know. And by applause? <laughs> <laughs> applause meter? I think that's what it has come to, right? Really? It's just applause Did you meter. guys
1: like that? He was all right. Yeah. yeah, we'll have him back next time. Andrew Yang,
0: everybody.
1: <laughs> UBI. <laughs> Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar and I'm here with my co-host Katie Casmere. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. Yeah. Alright, so we're going to kick this one off. We're coming in hot with some advice on advice. Advice on Advice is a segment where we find advice on the internet that that stinks. And that it's unqualified. <laughs> and it's sure. unqualified, and we improve upon it by giving our very solemn advice on this okay. advice.
0: So, warning everybody, especially if you're at work listening, this yeah. is pretty gross. Yeah,
1: and humorous. And It's funny. So, make sure yeah. you
0: know. Just put down your fork yeah. just for a second, especially if you're at work. If you're at work. Okay. <clears throat> okay. What can we do with a boss who urinates in a cup in his office and then dumps it in the kitchen sink even when we, all women, are sitting there eating lunch? What can we do? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is our course of action? We are certain of what is in the cup because it smells. It is yeah. yellow and it sits right in his credenza in plain view. In he, his credenza, huh? Yeah. Okay. yeah. He even left it outside the office forgetting to empty it. A few weeks ago, I was washing my lunch dishes, and he dumped it right on top of my stuff. Are you serious? I was pretty much in shock, and I, I just I just couldn't believe it. I think that's a hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something wrong here th- that I'm not getting? Yes. He's the owner, the boss. He's in his 70s, and he's very respected. But I don't understand this. No one knows what to say. We feel that. If we said something, he would deny it. And since he's the boss, who knows what would happen?
1: How but- could he deny that he was peeing in a cup?
0: Yeah. Is there any way to approach this? The other males in the office are related to him. Oh, jeez. Someone did mention it to one of them, but nothing changed. Yeah, okay. Wow!
1: So, to the the men who are in the office that yeah. are related to him, they can't do anything about this. No? They're probably in a worse position. Yeah, because he's like their uncle.
0: He's probably been doing it for years. Yeah. At, like,
1: family parties. Yeah, and they it's all fun. hate it, but they're
0: like, what are we gonna, you know what I mean? He has all the money. Yeah, so... For the people who
1: work there, they could theoretically just find another gig. Yeah. But these guys, even if they find another gig, they're still going to run into Uncle Pisser <laughs> at like, you know, all the different, whatever, what and, you is know, weddings, but Why funeral? does he
0: have to pee in a cup no In his office and then, and then dump it?
1: I don't know. I had a, I, I knew a guy many, many years ago who was injured. And as a result, he had difficulty peeing in a, a toilet. Mm-hmm. But he had figured something out. What do you mean he had difficulty? <coughs> he'd been stabbed in the back, so he had difficulty standing and aiming. Okay. Um, so into sat. a low toilet. So, no, he, like, fixed something up whereby the bowl was, like, higher up. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, he had, like, a thing to I mean, help it's like him. like, a funnel? Yeah, like, kind of like a funnel. Or, like, you know how you can make the seat tall?
0: Yeah.
1: Something like that. That was at home.
0: Yeah, all right, um, so that's good. So what I'm saying is that things you you're do. not always at home. But he's—he it's his company. Yeah.
1: So what I'm saying is, like, it's his company. He could probably outfit his own bathroom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at least one of the stalls so that he could get, you know, I, think I think he could pee into it more comfortably. I'm hoping that the reason he's doing this is because it's, like, a medical issue.
0: But why in a cup? Yeah, and why put and dump it in the sink? Why not go and dump it in the toilet? <laughs> Excuse me. Isn't Listen. it hard to
1: pee in a cup for guys? Like, this is,
0: I'm, this is a small cup, right? Uh, I, if he walked it, over cup. and
1: dumped it into the sink, it's not like a big gulp. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> it's not a Dixie not, cup. It's not a Dixie cup, but it's like a cup. Like a six, an 8-ounce, 16-ounce. Yeah,
0: ounce. I mean, I think he would have trouble peeing into a bottle. Yes, a plastic for bottle. sure. I'm not yeah. saying that to make the area smaller. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying. Isn't there splash? Do yeah, I'm sure, cup? and I'm sure he doesn't care. Okay, well, let's... Oh, okay, all right. You're right. if you own a company and you're busy, how busy are you? Maybe he's just like it's super efficient for me to pee into this cup. You know what else is also really efficient? A catheter. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. You could or a, a bag. A stadium pal. Yeah, a, st- <laughs> a stadium pal. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Oh, you, it's a product. It's an actual product where you can. Is this from New Jersey? I don't know where it's from, <laughs> but it's the idea. It's like a little. Bit, a little tube you attach to your, your penis, Uh-huh. and you can pee into it, and it's in a bag, and it, the bag is like taped to your okay, leg. yeah,
1: so kind of like a, you know, like a costume bag or whatever. Yeah, that but the
0: thing. thing is, those aren't really well made, and they always leak. So <laughs> I don't think they really caught on. I
1: feel like this is one of those items that has to be tested and tested multiple times yeah, to make yeah, sure yeah. that it works. Okay, yeah. so what's the advice? <laughs> and I like the way they say, what can we do yeah. about a man what who pees in a What can we cup? do?
0: The advice. I think this might be one of the grossest letters I've ever received, and that's saying something. I very much want to believe it's not true, but I've been writing this site long enough to know that people are gross and weird beyond imagination. (laughs) And this is testing this person. You must say something. There is no world where it is acceptable for your boss to pour a container of his urine on your lunch dishes, even if said (laughs) dishes are in the process of being washed. There is also no world where this is acceptable for your boss to pour his urine in the kitchen sink, carry it in a cup through the hallways, or leave it sitting in outside his office door. Oh, I
1: didn't even think about this. this guy's parading around with right, it. Right,
0: right. So every time you see this dude and he has a cup,
1: you have to be wary. Yeah. That he's going to, like, laugh a little bit or trip. Oh, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely no world where it is acceptable for your boss to take out his penis at his desk, which he must be doing. Oh, I didn't
1: even think about
0: that. Your he's boss, getting it out right there. Yeah. While he's on the phone call? Mm-hmm. Hands-free. Your boss is like those long-haul truckers who pee in a bottle <laughs> while they're driving, <laughs> except he's not in a truck. He yes. has access to a bathroom when other people are around. I would love to know why he can't get up and take himself to the bathroom when the need strikes. Is he so busy that the, that the Jones... Account cannot possibly wait two minutes until he's back and he's peeing at his and he's peeing at his desk so that work doesn't lose a second of his valuable time. Is there any, ever a situation where he's
1: on the phone with this, the Joneses, as mm-hmm. it were, and they hear like a yes in the
0: in the background while he's at his desk? Like no one's heard him pee or like I don't know. And then he dumps it why in the kitchen instead of you know the toilet? Is or is your boss perhaps a non-human primate who doesn't fully understand the concept of bathroom space? versus eating space, versus public space. Don't lizards pee where they eat? Maybe he's a lizard person. Maybe. If so, that's awesome, and he's been taught to use a cup, but he's probably not cut out for office life. Anyway, you must say something. It's kind of mind-boggling that no one has said anything yet, but sometimes when someone is doing something so far outside the social contract, bystanders are paralyzed into silence because people... Just aren't prepared for that level of weirdness.
1: Not okay. What
0: mm-hmm. what I find amazing here too is that this is
1: an extremely discreet group of office workers. Mm-hmm. And any job where I've worked in where the boss has done something weird like that, not only have we all told everyone who's there, it gets out very quickly to everybody. Yeah. Why wouldn't you say something? Yeah. There's no way that this has This would happen to me that I wouldn't be like hey, I'd be texting you immediately. All
0: kinds of emojis. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like. Everything. Oh, my God. It's, if you're looking for some delicate way of saying this, there isn't one. No, stop fucking peeing in a cup and pouring it in the sink. So the next time you, any of you spot him carrying his own pee to the kitchen, say something like, Ew, what is that? Don't bring that in the kitchen. You cannot pour that down the sink. People wash dishes there. Say, what did you just pour on top of my dishes? Say, is that a cup of urine? <laughs> <laughs> Like, just go right for it. That's disgusting. You need to deal with that in the bathroom. Pardon me.
1: Is that by any chance your own urine? (laughs) Go bring it
0: down the bathroom. You just pour it on the... the Yeah. If he denies it, you can say, what's that, then? Can you dispose of it in the bathroom anyway? It's gross.
1: If he refuses to admit that it's urine. Yeah,
0: it's not urine. Okay, fine. It's not. Just don't pour it here. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Oh, my God. All of you
0: need to say this stuff every time. (laughs) Right now, he's getting away with it because everyone is too shocked to respond. Let yourself have the natural response. Say it. Say it loudly. Say it each and every time. Hell, meet with him as a group if you want and have the most awkward group meeting ever. Yeah. Or ask whoever has the most who has his ear in this, this office to have that meeting for you. So That's just don't problem. keep silently letting it happen. That's the problem with small companies. This is a family mm-hmm. company. I
1: bet you they don't have an HR. Yeah. Like a real HR. The yeah. HR probably consists of just processing people's paperwork mm-hmm. and not handling complaints about cups of urine being taken around. That's so weird. I couldn't work... I wouldn't work there. Yeah. It, I would... I think two things would happen: either one, I would just quit, or two, I would instead of saying "excuse me, what is that," I'd be like, "Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing?" And I would just keep saying that until I was escorted out.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> with like all of my possessions <laughs> in a box because no,
0: yeah,
1: I wouldn't be able to, like the moment if I, especially if my hands were in the sink yeah and you're
0: washing dishes and this important.
1: dude strolls over I'd be like you know what no sorry I don't care how this is gonna go right now I'm gonna start screaming yeah. <laughs> until this is in some way resolved
0: mm-hmm. yeah really like have a giant reaction and then yes. cut to oh and by the way I'll have the report for you
1: yeah That's great. I might even like fling the cup oh, towards yeah. him or something <laughs> or like take my, my my plate and like fling it at yeah. him I'd be like no oh
0: if he denies that it's urine say take a sip yeah have a sip of it. If you can drink it, it's not urine. It's own. not urine. But and if you can't, somebody tells
1: me he's the type of person that might be like, you know what, fine, I'd never thought about this before. <laughs> <laughs> but this could all, this saves me a trip to the sink. Yeah. I should just pee in my own mouth. <laughs> Fuck the cup. Have him be much more efficient. Hold on, Jones. <laughs> so bad. Oh, I'm so i I'm I feel sorry for people like that. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of outrageous, I have something here. This is um, some legal hiking. My husband, Greg Zennin, sent this in. It's from the ABA Journal. I mean, we've reported on some lawyer behavior in the past, but this one is rich. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lawyer accused of defrauding his own firm by secretly referring its clients to other lawyers. (laughs) 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 I know, right? Look federal prosecutors have accused a Pennsylvania personal injury lawyer of defrauding his firm of 4.2 million dollars this is his own firm oh my god In legal fees and cost by secretly referring the clients out
0: oh because you get like a fee you
1: get a fine so you get um, a third of a third if you mm-hmm. refer something out
0: okay
1: um, so that you refer something out that lawyer gets a third you get a cut of their fees yeah. but still <laughs> you haven't you know you really haven't done anything besides refer. So, prosecutors in Philadelphia charged 64-year-old Neil Mitten uh, with one co- count of mail fraud. So, the name of the firm is Gay, Chacker, and Mitten. And the guy is Mitten. Oh, Mitten. I know. After 38 years, he was doing it. The, na- the, the name has now been changed to just Gay and Chacker. Uh, Mitten would receive referral fees. Wow, he was getting 33 to 40%. That's, usually, it's 30%. Wow. so 33 to forty percent of contingency fees obtained by outside lawyers plus he would get reimbursed for the cost and, and incurred by his firm before the referral so like wooing the client or getting any um, medical documents and stuff together so he was taking that money as well oh my god um, prosecutor said mitten referred the clients to outside lawyers although they didn't request it so so clients are coming in to go with gay chakra and mitten the guy's being like this is great I got a good lawyer for you.
0: What? No, Outside what? of this firm, so it's just easier. It's less work, I guess. I, <clears throat> I yeah, I guess it's
1: less work, and also he doesn't have to share. Maybe he wasn't sharing the piece that he was mm-hmm. getting, the referral fee, with his firm. I see. Maybe he was pocketing because he could have if he'd referred it out. That's not illegal. But then whatever he got from it, he should share with the firm. Right, 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 right. Um, so Mitten allegedly hid his allegedly. He totally hid mm-hmm. his conduct yeah. from the firm by making it appear that the cases weren't viable or closing the cases without listing a settlement or resolution. So he was like, this case is crap. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. And then he quickly refers it to somebody else and collects collects no. the money. Yeah. He mostly handled low-value personal injury matters. His law firm did not result in trials. Um, he received an annual salary and only received a, p- a percentage of the financial recoveries in his matters when he achieved... A cent benchmark. So maybe he was just trying to get extra. Mm-hmm. He didn't like his commission. Yeah, his his breakdown. You know, how shady is that? From your own, it like it's a three person firm. Well, there are other associates in it. Yeah, but like you're partners. one of the yeah. three people, the, one of the three partners. Yeah, and you are stealing from your own firm, and then collecting money on the back end and thinking you're not going to get caught. I mean, four point two million dollars. Mm-hmm. How far into it before they were like,
0: hey. <laughs> That's, uh, and so he's been doing it for what, 30 years? Um, They're saying that many. he years. worked
1: there for 38 years. They don't know how long he'd been doing it. Oh my but God. But it's $4.2 million that he did not, you know, let his firm <clears throat> know he was getting. That's a lot. That's so shady. Shady for clients too. If you think you're going to a law firm, they mm-hmm. tell you your case is worthless. They refer it to someone else. And then they do the case. Yeah. It. And then that guy gets a kickback from it. Yeah. That's quite nice. Anyway, so some some shady legal hiking. Wow. Now, what do you have? Okay. I have, let's see. I'm still stuck on this cup of pee. <laughs>
0: I know, I know. It's hard to I
1: just imagine this guy just cruising down the hall with it, like, you know.
0: Ask, record, to 40th
1: street. Hashtag it Elon Musk Alright so this is a, a newer segment It's about a year old now Called Musk You Musk You Really Where we report on um, Billionaire Playboy Elon Musk Billionaire Playboy <laughs> And I laugh every time Inventor
0: Elon uh, Musk. Okay. Musk, you really? Musk, Elon. you? Yeah. Okay. Elon Musk says he supports 2020 White House hopeful Andrew Yang. Uh, I'm not surprised yeah. that he's pro-Yang. He
1: probably just randomly read a tweet by Yang. I was like, this guy's all right. Is anyone else running?
0: Oh, my God. Do you have psychic abilities? Is that what happened? Basically, it, uh, Elon Musk supports Andrew Yang. The Tesla, Inc. chief executive officer said in a tweet, <laughs> that could give the tech entrepreneur's 2020 White White House bid a boost. Mm-hmm.
1: Except that two things: he's young. Uh, three things: he's young, he's Asian, mm-hmm. and this is America. And also, he actually has some just really discreet plans.
0: Yeah, he doesn't have you know like
1: he's not making any grand pronouncements.
0: Musk, who often interacts with some of his almost 28 million followers on Twitter, made the declaration while responding to political commentator Dan Carlin, who uses the handle Hardcore History. Okay, whatever, yeah. Carlin tweeted, t- Carlin's tweet had cited Yang's earlier tweet on leadership. Musk said the separate, in a separate tweet that universal basic income, okay. an idea Yang supports is obviously needed.
1: It's not a new idea, but great that people are <laughs> attributing it to Yang.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what he's running on. Yeah. That was something that differentiated him from a lot of the other potential candidates. It's
1: a great idea, but it's not a <clears throat> new idea, and if... Elon must be paying any attention at all. Mm-hmm. But
0: this is like a second-hand tweet,
1: right? Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is like someone's sub-tweet he brought yeah. about Yang.
0: The CEO jokingly added that Yang would be the first openly goth U.S. president. And Yang <laughs> told Jezebel in April that he wanted to be America's first ex-goth president. Okay. So apparently the comments came after Yang tweeted some pictures of his younger self and revealed his favorite bands were The Smiths and The Cure.
1: Okay, so I think Elon Musk probably is imagining Andrew Yang still as God. Yeah, Listening to (laughs) Susie and the Banshees and, like, wearing dark eye makeup. And it's like, that's kind of interesting. And he's into UBI. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Who is this Yang woman? Yeah. (laughs) Who is this Yang lady? Yang for president.
0: Yeah. Um, Yang has has qualified for the next round of presidential primary debates to be held in Houston. How does that work? I don't know. And by applause. (laughs) (laughs) Applause meter. I think that's what it has come to, right? It's just applause. Did you guys
1: like that? He was all right. Yeah, (laughs) we'll have him back
0: next time. Andrew Yang, everybody. UBI. Uh, Let's see. Yang says uh, The country heard my message and is ready to talk about real solutions to gun violence, Mm -hmm. the new realities of the American economy, and how we measure our health and success as a nation. Yeesh. Okay, Mm -hmm. I mean,. You
1: know, I'm middle aged, and I feel like we've been hearing this shit since before we could vote. Yeah, like <laughs> since before I was eligible to vote, they've been talking about this kind of stuff. Yeah, you
0: know, nothing's happening. I know, I know. And with the the gun issue, I just want to add on a side note: it's like so many our people whole lives. Are, yeah, so many people are saying, "Well, it's it's people who have mental illnesses," and it's not. It's not people with mental illnesses. It's crazy. What? Not crazy? Not crazy. It's, it's angry, uh, violence, bigots. bigots. Yeah. Basically, 4% of all shootings are done by people with mental illnesses. And
1: aren't they a lot of times self-harm?
0: Yeah. And then, yeah, and that's one of the other dangers of of having guns so accessible is that people end up committing suicide. People don't pay attention to that figure. It's a high figure. And of those mass shootings, then like 1% are women who shoot, and then the rest are all Angry white guys, yep. and they're not ill. No,
1: nope, they're not ill at all.
0: They're just <clears throat> assholes and they're racist. Yeah, and so people say, "Oh no, you must be crazy to kill people." I'm like, "No, no you just have to be violent and feel entitled, and that you want to do it." Why would they think you have to be crazy to kill people? Because so that's what the correlation—the correlation—you the correlation, have to be insane in order. And it's like, no, you don't. No, because a lot many mentally ill people are not violent at all. But if you, if
1: even if you think that's the way that it works, then when you be safer saying okay since we can't tell who's mentally ill maybe mm-hmm. nobody should have these
0: yeah right no and you also like if it were the case that everybody who did these things had a mental illness oh there's my plenty, goodness. Th- there's plenty of women who are mentally ill yes. they're not the shooters
1: yeah you know a lot of people i know that <clears throat> if that were the case would be in that situation right. but, yeah who knows? Okay. But and the, the point is, is that nothing's happening with UBI.
0: Yeah.
1: Nothing's happening with gun legislation. I don't know if Yang is gonna be able to do anything about this. And the fact that Elon Musk found out about him now.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> through a sub tweet.
0: <laughs> hey, that guy's all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I read mm. ten words of what someone else said about him.
0: Mm. Hardcore I, I'm, history.
1: I'm for him. He's now. got my vote. Does Elon Musk vote in three elections? Because he's got multiple citizenship. How does that work? Again... If you're a full citizen... Of, I'm struggling to citizen. vote in the one.
0: Yeah. I, well, if you're <laughs> like, a citizen of the country, you get to vote. So, so he votes
1: vote. in South Africa, the U.S., and where's his other... In Canada as well? Canada, I think, yeah. That's interesting. Meanwhile, in the South...
0: Power voter.
1: Yeah, meanwhile, people
0: are just struggling to vote. Yeah. I feel like I want to do something for the next election where... Um, start a campaign where... Every person who has voted gets three people who have never voted to vote. To vote before. Yes, bring three. Bring three.
1: Yeah. That's
0: not a bad idea. I don't know anyone who doesn't vote. I know, well, we have they to go. We go and scour. Yeah. Yeah. And put a little program together.
1: You would think that, I don't know, the government or maybe our political parties would take care of this, but no, we got to do it ourselves.
0: No, because they don't want people to vote. Yeah. They want very few people to vote.
1: I know in the Bronx people don't bother to <laughs> vote, but that's, I mean, if you saw who was running. Bring three. Yeah. You'd be my three. And in, in the Bronx we have like I'll
0: give out stickers.
1: A crappy Democrat running against no one. <laughs> it do, really, it doesn't incentivize people to vote when there's actually no when there's one name on the ballot. And you're like, mm-hmm. why am I here?
0: Yeah. Well I'm here for the
1: sticker. All right.
0: Okay. What do you have? Um,
1: so I have um so it's the end of well, summer is over, but summer weather indoors. I feel like we need to move summer a little bit. Um, summer to it, it, like started a little bit later and ended later just so it corresponds with the weather. Yeah, great. It still stays hot. Um, so I wanted to address this on penis news. This is the thing where we talk about penises in the news, dick updates, scrotum stories. This is about pineapple penis. I don't know if you've heard about this. What? <laughs> it says if you've been thinking of mixing things up down there, there's one thing you want to avoid when manscaping, and this is pineapple penis. So pineapple penis is a mm-hmm. phenomenon when. Um, a guy completely shaves around the base. Okay. And then it starts to grow back.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. It
1: says, in the first few weeks the hairs grow back bumpy and they remind you the pricks of a pineapple resulting in pineapple penis. And also can be very uncomfortable. Yeah. By the way. Um, it said, according to the survey <clears throat> on the state of the American penis, No. 62% of men trim. That's a
0: lot. That's Themselves. A good... Yeah. Well, they should.
1: Um, Seven uh, So, 62% trim or shave. 17% said they trim, shave, or wax regularly. But it's not the only danger. So, this is a PSA. They're telling men, don't shave too closely down there. Or you going no. have ingrown hairs. I think a lot of guys don't know about this. So, don't shave too closely. Right, right, right. Otherwise, you're going to have ingrown oh, hairs. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. They don't know about the
1: ingrown. <laughs> yes. And then also, and this is something that's actually important... Tiny nicks in the skin, which increase the risk of contracting sexually transmitted diseases. So That's you got to right. be like, don't trim too closely. Like, make sure not to nick anything. Keep everything clean down there. I personally, if I were a man and I nicked myself in that area, it would be the last time. I leave it to the
0: pros. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, go get service. Like... Go buy a professional. Yeah, go to a professional. And have them take care of it. Because they can't see everything. Yeah, but it's also, it's a,
1: you know, rough terrain. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's a lot of, are you, are, do you have the right lighting? Yeah. Do you know, do you have a hand mirror? Like, can you see everything? And that's the
0: thing. You can't see everything. And yeah. He, and what guy is going to pull out the hand mirror? I
1: mean, you see a lot of gentlemen who even their beard is uneven. Yeah. And that's on your face. When you're looking straight at it. So imagine, you know. Um, it says, the biggest risk of men escaping is infection, ingrown hairs, and then skin irritation. And the doctor says I've seen disasters from guys getting careless with razors and scissors. The skin is particularly delicate. You would think you wouldn't need to tell people this, mm-hmm. but the skin is particularly delicate, In and there's area. not much separating the blade from your nuts. Clippers. They say use clippers, not mm-hmm. a blade. And I would say yes. Do not take a razor to, to your it. to your
0: nether regions. Yeah,
1: I don't. I remember when I was a little girl, I once tried to shave. I don't know if you had this experience. Razors were not fancy.
0: No, they were not.
1: They were white and yellow. It was one piece. They were disposable. There was no guard on it. Yeah. Whatsoever. And I remember I tried to shave my leg once. I basically skinned myself. Yeah. Like, I flayed myself. And I was like, well, screw that.
0: Yeah, right. New razors. Yeah. That was... Oh, you're like... And I
1: haven't used razors since I was... Since, like, the 80s. Really? Yeah. I think I started using a clipper... Uh, and then moved on to like waxing. Because okay. I just remember having, feeling scarred, well, I was scarred from the experience of trying to be cute and use a razor. Too yeah. Young.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a good idea.
1: Yeah. All right, what do you have?
0: Well, uh, robot news. Okay.
1: Was we prepare for our robot overlords?
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> there was a study done, it, and humans are found to hold racial biases. <laughs> humans hold racial biases against mm-hmm. robots. Is robot a race? It's not, but they okay. still are find a way to hold a racial bias against a robot. Are there are there like mm-hmm. black robots out there getting short shrift? Americans perceive robots <laughs> to have a human race corresponding to their physical features and color. Okay, according to a new study, the study "Robots and Racism." from the Human Interface Technology Laboratory in New Zealand indicates that a robot's color will determine how it is racially perceived. Okay. But it's not... It's... So what what do you... color? So if... I'm so confused. This supposedly explains why so many robots happen to be white in color due to alleged racial preferences. I thought, I
1: mean, that's kind of like saying my laptop is the color that it is because of a racial preference. Yes! I feel like it's just the materials, right? Yeah, and the
0: coffee maker. Yeah. Everything used to be,
1: like, all electronic stuff used to be, like, manila manila
0: color. Yeah, yeah. And now it's silver. I don't know. Okay, so... So, uh, yeah, the basis against black robots as a result of a bias against um, African American. Should so I feel like, some
1: solidarity with these black robot brothers? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I've never even seen a black robot. Have you?
0: No. Uh, not
1: it, not one that I would describe as black.
0: Yeah, just I'd be a, like,
1: you know what? That robot looks like he got a little something in him. He's not. <laughs> like,
0: It's amazing to see how people who have no prior interaction with robots show racial biases towards them. How? I Did don't. they say that the robot was articulate? <laughs> They're like, like what happened? Can you say, like, this doorknob is, you know, happens to be silver, but yeah, this one is black. Ah, I got to. But how do they even,
1: like, how do they get people to recognize these things? Did anyone see an Asian robot out there?
0: <laughs> I know, right, right. You know, like, yeah. what are we talking about here? Researchers express concern with this phenomenon, suggesting racial bias towards robots could pose a problem once robots become an integral part of everyday well, life. Well, then just make them all white. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> Or, like, make them all silver. I don't know. I know. It's messed up.
1: It's bizarre. Because Are they saying that... I mean, here's something I could understand. If people find the dark-colored robots to be more sinister, mm-hmm. um, just because they're dark in color, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that we pick up from, you know, like television and film and things like that, mm-hmm. that a light-colored robot is going to be, you know... Uh, friendlier. Yeah. And let and more human whereas a dark colored robot seems to be more like um utilitarian you know, or yeah. I don't know. Well,
0: the uh, the study included projections of humanoid robots colored both white and black on the screen. Okay. And participants were told to shoot with a fake gun before the image disappeared. Okay. The robots appeared on the screen for less than a second and the participants were instructed to shoot only at robots holding weapons.
1: Okay. Black
0: robots <laughs> not oh, holding geez. weapons were shot at more than white ro- robots not holding weapons. Okay. So, the study involved 163 pers- participants, 60, I mean, 80 males, 83 females. Um, yeah, and it was a breakdown across the board of their, their um, backgrounds. Okay. Yeah, a human-shaped robots c- should represent the diversity of humans.
1: No, not they're going to be shot at.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if someone told me, if you wear a red hat, you're going to get shot at I'd mm. be like, fuck, I'm
0: not wearing that hat. Yeah.
1: If I have a choice. Yeah. I mean, I can deal about
0: red hatism
1: later. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can yeah, work yeah, yeah. on red hat bias later, but in the moment.
0: Yeah, so, but it's the idea that um, dif- the diversification of robots might lead to a reduction in racial bias towards them. So they should just continue to keep making a oh, diverse color. Really? I don't feel robots. like that's
1: worked for my people. Like, just that being more of us. Yeah. That people will be less inclined to shoot you
0: sometimes. Mm-hmm. Bizarre. Yeah, what if these... Yeah, and if these robots take over roles that involve authority. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, RoboCop. Yeah. So then them. don't make them black. Yeah, yeah. but this, still, it's just... <laughs> like, it's nuts because they're not... i they're, Yeah. They're not a race. It's a color of the... Material. Yes, and this is what makes
1: me think that just maybe we don't deserve to have anything on this planet. Yeah. jeez Really? Yeah. Like we're making robots and then ascribing racial biases know, to them? I know, I know. To, to this toaster?
0: This toast, my coffee maker? Yeah. I, uh,
1: what else? That's pretty. I said all the electronics I have <laughs> <laughs> vacuum. A, well, it's always the coffee maker for you. I know. That's <laughs> the robot of the future. <laughs> yeah, I guess just the coffee maker. Yeah hey you know it is a free podcast free of charge foc free as a bird free free falling even well it's free for listeners we put a lot of hard work into this editing and online hosting is frankly thirsty work Gets pretty dry in this studio and you know, we love a tasteful white wine. If you like our style, consider buying a gala drink. We've added a PayPal donation button to heyyouknowit.com so you can show us some love with a one time or recurring donation to
0: cover a little something from the vine. For $5, you'll be hooking us up with a happy hour glass of tasteful white wine, a four ounce pour. For a 10 spot, we can split a bottle of wine from the bodega across the street. For $15, we can kick it with a jug because who are we kidding? For $25, you'll be making our dreams come true with a box of tasteful white wine concealed with a Mylar skin. Mmm, box of wine.
1: So, I have some uh, barnyard news. Barnyard news is a report on animals in the barnyard, sometimes out. So, we'd mentioned goats in the past. Yeah. How they're strange or cute or funny. Oh, yeah, because so they got those re- the weird old, eyes. Um,
0: eyes.
1: And my question was uh, what's the deal with the eyes? Right. Mm-hmm. So, I, I found some information here from Goats on the Road. Uh, it's a website about this couple seems to write it's like saving money on travel tips, but for some reason, they also cover goats. Oh, okay. So they have uh, 10, 10 facts about goats, and the thing that pertains to the eyes is uh, they have strange rectangular pupils, and it allows them to see 320 degrees oh, around them.
0: No way. How
1: crazy is that? So that's almost completely, I guess they can't see just out of the back of their head, yeah, but, but pretty close. See, right? Wow. 320 degrees. And they also have good night vision. With those eyes as well. I know, mm. interesting. Some other facts about goats, I mean, they're responsible for cashmere, so props for that, because mm-hmm. I love cashmere. Um, goats are extremely social. And they apparently can communicate with each other, and they can recognize a bleeding over a, a kilometer away. Uh, they It says here that goats discovered coffee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really, Juan what Belvin, happened is yes. the goat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the most famous this goat is of all. in Ethiopia. <laughs> all right. Says a, a, a supposedly a goat herder named Kaldi. Now, whenever it's just a first name, you know mm-hmm. it's BS. It's like a goat herder named Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, noticed that his goats were acting a bit strange. They were hopping up and down and running in circles early in the morning. He soon realized that they were consuming a a certain berry, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that was the coffee. Okay. So he was like, wow,
0: that's a great... Yeah. It does it for them, and it must work for me. So the berry soon became known for
1: its energetic properties and its amazing effects spread around the world. So that's supposedly the story of how goats discovered coffee. Um, Apparently goats (laughs) faint when they're scared. Or they appear to faint. And re- they have a, a central nervous condition, uh, a central nervous system condition called congenital myotonia in which their muscles become paralyzed when they panic, and then they just fall over. Oh, my God. So they're saying, you can see videos of it on YouTube. Like, they, they go, I guess someone jumps out is like, ha-cha! And, and then, then they go, panics, and then... Falls boop, over. Falls oh over. Oh, my
0: God. And so people just
1: set this up to, to... I have no idea. Oh, man. It's a surprise to go... They don't injure themselves. Yeah, but It's still. more like a... It's like a fainting couch situation. Like,
0: ah. Oh, okay. uh, but What kind of evolutionary trait is that, that when they're startled, they paralyzed and fall over. Well, maybe it's like they play dead. And maybe the other animal's like, fuck it. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm a live meat kind of gal.
0: Yeah.
1: I have no idea. (laughs) Um, So, young goats are called kids. Adult male goats are called bucks. I did not know that. Mm. And a female is called a doe. And a group of goats is called a trip.
0: A trip of goats. I had no idea. That's a good one. So maybe that's
1: why it's goats on the road. This website. They said wild goats never sleep. Much like Chuck Norris, they don't sleep, they wait. Um, but this is controversial. Some people are saying they only sleep when no one's looking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you're not
1: going to catch... You're not going to catch a goat you off you not catch. They were the first animals to be domesticated, which I didn't know. And apparently they can use tools. So they're one of what? the few animals... I know. It's a piece of straw to yeah. scratch their back. Okay. But still. Still it's a tool. It's still a tool. Yeah. It's something. Um, they're really good at swimming, and they used to take them on, uh, boats for long journeys because they could milk them, but then you could also eat them if things got desperate. But, uh, occasionally the captains would throw them into the water and let them swim. Apparently goats can swim long distances, and they can swim from island to island.
0: Wow, here comes the goat. Yeah, for a date,
1: if they're looking to repopulate. Wow. They climb trees. I, I, I don't know what I would do if I saw a goat swimming across Fucking the water. Book it. I would run. If I were swimming yeah. and a goat swam by? i probably not. I, I don't well, know what Well, then that's,
0: do. Uh, the Capricorn is the sea goat. I was like, goats can't swim. <laughs> well, Ooh, guess what? They can. They can.
1: Right. It says here, goats are smart, inquisitive, and picky. So you may have seen them chewing on anything. So that's what I grew up thinking, that goats will eat yeah, anything. They, but really, what they're doing is just checking it out. Okay. With their mouth. Because, you know, hooves are not really going to help them to yeah, manipulate yeah, yeah. things. And they uh, they'll they eat a lot of different things, but they hate paper. They do. I thought they liked paper. No, they don't like paper. They don't like a tin can. These are just anti-goat propaganda that you've been hearing.
0: You're kidding. They're trying to make me <laughs> yeah
1: think differently about the goat. So they hate paper. Or they hate tin cans. Or they discover coffee. They faint. They have eyes in the back of their head. Um, and they give us cashmere and they don't sleep.
0: And they swim. It's not bad.
1: Yeah. But that three hundred and twenty degrees. I don't know if you woke up one day and you had that power to see three hundred and twenty degrees, like how would that change your life?
0: Well you could see people doing shady things. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I could just read
1: people and be like, Look, yeah. sir. Don't even yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't even Coming up. Yeah behind you, me. You need a tissue, sir? <laughs> All right, what do you have? Uh, I have a Tales from the Campfire. All right,
1: Tales from Dirk Campfire is a segment where we find tales on the internet of the paranormal freak show. Freak show? Freak show? I don't wear this. Tales of the paranormal. Ghost stories. Fake lore, folklore, and we retell them here <laughs> on the digital campfire. Or freak show, or, whatever. Yeah. This
0: is a new category. Cardies. To to All right, this is the story. Here we go. Right. This is this, this is a real story. Yes. It's called My Volleyball in the Closet. Okay. Which is... I picked this just for the title. Okay. Um, background. I never... <laughs> I never experienced... Picture this. I never experienced anything paranormal or even thought of the idea. I was a kid and anything involving ghosts would keep me up at night. Okay. I never had any paranormal experiences until a couple of years after my grandmother passed away. I think she's connected to it somehow, but I know none of these experiences were her. Okay. Why bother? They know a lot. Yeah. My first paranormal experience was when I was about eleven years old. My cousin and I were outside playing with my new volleyball on my trampoline. Mm-hmm. It was a sunny, cloudless day, and we were just being kids. We hit the... <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> we hit the volleyball too high, and it flew up and over the net surrounding the trampoline. I was laying on my back, sideways, staring at th- out. Th- um, Staring out the net at the falling volleyball. Wait, they were inside of a trampoline? Yeah, you know how there's like a net around the trampoline? I never
1: understood those things. I always thought they were really weird and dangerous as a kid. I've never been on one of them before, oh, no? Like a yard trampoline. This is a suburban
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. So there's trampoline. It's like a netting around it so mm-hmm. you don't go flying off. What do you do in there? You jump up and down on it. For how long? I feel like that's feel the like thing it?
1: that you get your parents get cajoled into buying and you jump once and then that's it. Roughly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> Well, I'm right, yeah. So he's laying there, the, they're playing with the volleyball, it goes over It goes the, over the net. the net, and okay. he's just like kind of laying there and watching it. Which it's is just, pretty high. Yeah, and he's w- watching it go, he's just sitting there. Okay. Um, at the net, at the falling, volleyball. Instead of hitting the ground, the volleyball stopped moving at about the height we were sitting on the trampoline, about four feet on the ground. It was like somebody caught the volleyball, yet there was no one. For a split second, I thought I saw a black figure standing in the yard holding the ball, but it may have been my eyes playing tricks on me because of the position I was laying in. Anyway, the volleyball threw itself back over the net (laughs) onto the trampoline. (laughs) Okay. Like someone had thrown it back at us. My cousin and I were so freaked out that neither of us would touch the volleyball. We left it there the entire day. (laughs) My parents eventually made me bring the volleyball back inside. I bought you this. Uh, uh, Yeah, right?
1: Don't leave it out. For some reason, it's a ball, but...
0: Yeah. I didn't want to see it, so I hid it in my closet. Great. <laughs> and th- that Okay. Over the next year, I w- would begin to think my closet was haunted because the door would open and close randomly. Did the ball bounce out? Mm-hmm. My friends and cousin refused to sleep at my house because they had stayed over previously and witnessed it open and close at night. <laughs> they were like, that's it. Yeah. At that point, I was labeled the girl who lived in the haunted house.
1: That's the kind of stuff where people are like, "Oh, go visit your cousin." You're like, "No, why not?" Mm-hmm. I... Ah, yeah. you know. It's like oh, she's um... the volleyball in the closet. Yeah, I feel like there should be a part two to that. Yeah. No, nothing.
0: But, uh, it, there... <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all they gave. That's us? all they gave us. But still, the volleyball stopped in midair and th- was thrown back. I don't nothing like was it. there. I don't like that at all.
1: So I found this, we, you would mentioned last time, it was kind of a cockroach-inspired robot. Yes. Um, so here it is again, another article that came up. So this is, this robot is about the size of a postage stamp. it was designed by a team in UC Berkeley. It's a thin rectangular sheet of material uh, coated with polymer. And then it kind of inches forward. Like a cockroach. Ooh. Right? So when they apply an electrical current to it, um, they have electrodes on it. There's an alternating current and it's uh, it kind of scrunches together and then it flattens back out mm-hmm. and that, that gives it the movement, kind of like inching along. Um, it has a little leg on it. So they managed to get this ro- this cockroach. It can scuttle 20 body lengths per second. So it's the no. length of a postage stamp, but it can go 20 postage stamps in one second. That's fast. Along the floor. That's super fast, and that's creepy. Yeah, it weighs less than a tenth of a gram, and it can car- It can go up a s- slope. It can also carry a small payload, such as a peanut. So it's true to its <laughs> biomimicry, it's stealing food <laughs> yeah. already. A snack, Millie. And this is the part that frightened me. Is that they've engineered this thing to withstand a crush of 132 pounds, which means I'd have to jump from a chair or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make sure to kill this thing. My idea is always to smash anything that yeah. I see that looks like a cockroach, but this thing apparently could withstand, like, we'd have to stamp really hard.
0: Yeah. But the thing is, it can go under a door. Yeah. With its peanut. Yeah. With, with its peanut intact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the kind of thing when you see it, you 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 like stamp
1: on it, and you pick up. It's just a crushed peanut. It's gone.
0: Yeah. Oh God, I hate that. When you think you get the bug yes. and you don't, and, and you're like, where is it? And, and it's on your hands, it doesn't make
1: any sound necessarily. But I bet you, on the right surface, it could make like a kind of a scurry <gasps> noise. So yeah. So they're, um, you something know, something
0: with a little bit of grit to it.
1: Yeah. I guess. You would hear it, like, scraping along. Oh, that's scary. It says, uh, most of the robots at this small scale are fragile. If you step on them, you destroy the robot. Um, But we found that if you put your weight on this one, it's still more or less functional. That's... Yeah. No thanks. This is for search uh, and rescue, of course. Of course, search and rescue. Once it gets
0: in there, it's going to terrify the person who is (laughs) trapped under the (laughs) rubble. And then the person has a heart attack and dies. (laughs) It's going to be like, you know, if you drop
1: a peanut or an almond, yeah, that's the search and rescue yeah. this guy's right. going to go for.
0: Right, because it. it's annoying when it goes under the couch. Yeah, or and some you, change. Yeah, and you're like, oh, get that. Or a comes, popcorn piece. Right, right.
1: Which is what happens to be when I'm having like, watching a film, I drop a piece of popcorn this thing.
0: will go it. under the couch and get it when it drops. That's where <laughs> a real
1: cockroach gets it.
0: Yeah, my oh, God. All right, <laughs> what do you have? Have you seen the e-scooters? No, I keep hearing about them. I haven't seen any. You haven't really. seen any at all. Okay, so different towns are are rolling them out. Um, okay, so we don't have them yet. Hoboken, do we? no, New York City doesn't have them yet. Okay, and I'm not. I'm sure telling if you it's what's going to happen. If, if they those
1: people get on to the sidewalk with a the scooter, they're going to be shoved to the ground.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> by walkers, right? The uh, Hoboken was one of the first cities in New Jersey to call out the. Um, to roll out the e-scooter rental program. Have for you residents. seen them? Oh, yeah. They're all over the place. Okay. And they look cool. They're, they have the the seated kind. And then okay. they have the ones you stand on. Would you use one? I I, I mean, they look cool. And I would. But I haven't. Because, like, you, you have, like, a nice 10-block walk mm-hmm. to
1: the train. But do you think on your walk you'd be able to ride on a scooter? I mean, some of the... Some of the terrain is not... I mean, it's not rocky, but it's not... Flat. Well,
0: there are rules okay. about it. So you should be able to ride it just comfortably okay. without any issues. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so there's two companies, Lime and Ojo, and it's a six-month trial program. Okay, in Hoboken. Yeah, so it's going on now. It's going to end in November. But I want to tell you what I have seen, but these are the laws. So you these are the rules and the mm-hmm. laws. So you, you must, must have clothing. <laughs> clothing <laughs> number one <laughs> and shoes one shoe at least e-scooters um, they're required to ride in the street and are permitted to ride on oh, the city's bike lanes and okay. on multi-use paths I don't know if that's a good idea all e-scooters must yield to pedestrians and other slower moving street users sure <laughs> um, parking e-scooters must be parked at either bike racks or on the sidewalk in a furnishing zone so just have that.
1: you? Do you lock them in, or do you just kind of dock them, like no. with the like the bike docking system? Is it the same kind of thing?
0: They're like how well, do they stand and, and up? the main hubs. Well, no, they 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 stand up they on their own. Do, yeah. Okay.
1: So I haven't seen these, and and just full disclosure, I hate scooters. Mm-hmm. I never used one as a kid. It was definitely just something you would see in like a black and white, you know, like children's. Show yeah, but they,
0: they're they're cool because they're electronic. You don't have to. Push them along. So you just you just stand on the you little just skateboard, stand on with a it. stick yeah. on it, yeah. Pass. And you just <laughs> have the thing, and you just go. Um, so they're they're going to get uh, designated parking areas and all of that, but you can basically take one mm-hmm. and then go the other side of town and then just leave it, leave there. it there. And yeah. How much is it? It it starts off. I'll, I'll get to that in a second okay. here. But you cannot ride on the sidewalk. Okay, good. That seems like that would be unsafe anyway. Yeah. Uh, the speed limit is 18 miles per hour. How do you, you know have how to be, fast you're going? Uh, maybe it has it on there. The, the uh, I don't no. even want to go five miles an hour on that thing. One skateboard with a stick. Only one person can ride at a time. Again, <laughs> seems like it would be obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And all the um, like, I can't make. I can't pay for yours. You have to pay for your own. You can't. Oh, okay. Like, whoever, whoever the rider is, yeah. like you, pay for it yourself. And it's something like, you start off with, um, it takes, it, it costs like $1 to unlock it, and it's mm-hmm. $0.15 min- cents per minute to ride. $0.15 cents per minute? Mm-hmm. I mean, I,
1: I don't know. I don't mind walking, and I also, you know, have a, a Metro card. Yeah. So I don't know where, when I would use this situation. Like, there's mm-hmm. never a time when I'm like, if I have a lot of bags, that's when I'm thinking mm-hmm. I might need some of this, but I don't think I'd be, I'd be unwieldy. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I feel like if I were going to the other side of town to and go you, out to dinner, and you only have a backpack or a purse, yeah. it'll be easy, you know. So these are the the rules. Um, like another the other the Ojo scooters are one twenty five to unlock and eighteen cents per minute to ride.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I tell you, this is the pilot program, so I'll tell you what I've been seeing. Okay. People riding on the sidewalks. Of course, people riding too to on 10. there, or even their little kids sitting on this on the, of <laughs> on the scooter yeah. as they're doing People on their phones riding. Um, people going the wrong way on one-way <laughs> like streets, sailing them. People not stopping at stop signs and just flying around the corner, almost hitting me, and me yelling at them. And the, the guy say, the bro saying, wasn't even close. Oh my god! So all right. So you should have pushed him over. Uh, yeah, he was already on his way out. Okay, over, he was you know riding the bike. I,
1: from I f- fully encourage. This is not just with bikes, but with scooters, all this kind of stuff. That those of us who are pedestrians take the canes. Right. That
0: way we have you know you can fend them off somehow. At night, the younger kids get on them, even though they're not supposed to. Is there a light on them? There is a light okay. on them, but they come racing by you. Of course, because R- they're young kids. Yes. yes. <laughs> like. And then I saw. There was an older man who walked, this was, the street was not busy, and a, a young woman was riding her scooter up the street, mm-hmm. but she was riding, like, flush against the cars, the parked cars. Okay. And not riding in the middle of the road, where she should have been. Okay. An older man came out from, like, to jaywalk. Okay. <laughs> so every, everything is wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, no right. one's in the right here. But she was far enough away, and I witnessed the whole thing. She could have swerved and avoided him, or even stopped. She had that much time. But she just kept staring. Like, I don't know. like, she like it she got closer go and room closer. Room, or, like, I don't know what she was thinking. Did he dive out of the way like 80s, Fell into the water? He, was, he couldn't move very fast, so he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and he was trying to, like, get away. But he didn't want to run into the street because she was yeah. thinking that she would go around. This is like an oxygenarian's the nightmare of, like, what's happening? She totally smashes into him oh my god she goes flying he goes flying they both are like bumps and bruises and scrapes so
1: this is the problem um people are just too stupid yeah to have this kind of
0: mobility yeah i don't yeah you know. i mean deliberately like here are the rules you read the rules and you're just like no read no not <laughs> ah, me yeah not me i'll go the wrong way down in one way so are you going to try it i might i might Just to get to the other side of town.
1: I feel like the only time I might try something like that is the one time when I shouldn't. It's like I've had a few. Yeah. And I'm thinking, ah, this will be easier than walking. Yeah.
0: No, I wouldn't get on them after drinking. But people are on them on their phone. Like one woman is, young woman is saying, yeah, I'm on the scooter now. I'm on the standing one because I feel like I can jump off if anything goes wrong. That's (laughs) not how that works. That's not how that works at all. What? What? All right. But it's nuts. I mean, they they are cool. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And people are already riding into each other. Oh, good luck. Yeah.
1: What it makes
0: up. Well, hasn't
1: anyone written that musical, Carney's? Carney's the musical? Yeah. Oh my god. How? Okay. I'll think about it. Okay.
0: My life on this uh Ferris Wheel. My life on the Ferris Wheel. Yeah. Is that the opening number? Yeah. It goes round and round. Yeah. Round <laughs> and round. I'm back where I started. Carney's. I can see. I can <laughs> see for miles, but I'm back where I started. Carney's. Okay. Alright, I like it. Okay.
1: Wow! So...